Hi, welcome to MJT Law. Today we're doing our podcast on My Cousin Vinny. Now, My Cousin Vinny is like a 1982 movie about two friends who are on a road trip and they get caught up in some mischief and they end up on trial for murder, um, which they didn't do. Now, because they've got no money, they're basically poor. Uh, one of them asks his cousin, his cousin's name, Vinny, to assist in this. Now, Vinny has just finished telling us in the tea, in this in this movie that he had to he's he's he studied at law school uh, and he passed the bar. Now, it took him six times to pass the bar and it took him six years to pass the bar. So, now we're at um, the first court appearance. Um, my cousin Vinny is probably walking in. Sorry, uh, Vinny is walking in for the first time. Oh, by the way, everyone, this is the uh, movie where Marissa Tomei got her Academy Award. So, let's see what happens. <laughs> So this is a sort of small town courtroom. Uh, there are just people wandering around and sitting in there, and that's completely fine. There's some guy sitting there reading the paper. He's turned up with black trousers, black belt, black shirt, and a leather jacket. He is wearing normal shoes, like, you know, shoe shirts, not sneakers. And he's just asked the bailiff where to sit. And he's... <laughs> okay, he's, he's sitting on the... Table with which he's trying to sitting behind like a teenager. Jim Trotter the third. Okay, the other lawyers lawyers just um, come up to him and introduce himself, shake the hands. This is all very normal. Normally that's kind of done outside the courtroom, but it's fine. He's popped his briefcase down, and Joe's sitting there going, "Maybe I should do everything this guy's doing." So he's getting out his little satchel. They're both getting out their things and putting them on the table. Of course, the prosecutor is wearing a suit, wearing a tie, wearing a shirt, wearing proper shoes. So here we go. Well, they do say that uh, imitation is the serious form of flattery. We'll uh, see how this goes. Okay, the two accused kids, I'm going to call them kids, but they're probably like 18 years old, have come in, they've sat down next to Cousin Joe. Sorry, cousin Vinny. And the judge has just walked in the door. Honor, judge Chamberlain Hallow, the court of Beecham County is now in session. Well, that's something quite extraordinary. Be seated. Okay, so the judge has just kind of wandered in, taking it, taking everybody by surprise. And the poor bailiff had to kind of get everyone standing up, and he's he's doing his uh, his introduction thing like like they do. So they've all stood up. Judges sat down, and now they're all about to sit down, and we'll have to see what happens next. First case, the people of the state of Alabama versus William Robert Gambini and Stanley Marcus Rothenstein. Steve, you Counselor, your clients are charged with first-degree murder. How they plead. Ayana, my Don't talk to me sitting in that chair. <gasps> That's fascinating. I think if anybody's been watching uh, my YouTube videos on this, whenever you're talking to the judge, you always have to stand. And uh, in this particular uh, movie, the judge has actually told Cousin Vinny off for not standing when he's about to 
um, to talk to the judge. I get the feeling this is going to go badly for uh, Vinny. Let's see what happens. He told me to sit here. Ah, oh, he being the other solicitor. <laughs> Speak to me in a clear, intelligible voice. <clears throat> Sorry. My clients are... What do you wear? Uh, huh? What do you wear? <laughs> He's kind of looking at his clothes going, uh, what? Uh, wearing, uh, clothes. Uh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get the question. <laughs> Judge is looking at him like he's from somewhere out of space. When you come into my court looking like you do, you not only insult me, but you insult the integrity of this court. Well, I know it sounds like a lot, but I'm I'm not surprised. In this in this case, um, I'm going to say, yeah, I look pretty realistic. If you turn up to a court and you're not dressed the way the judge is expecting you to, um, and in this case, Cousin Vinny should have been wearing a shirt, a tie, and a jacket, like, like a suit jacket. Uh, and he's not. He's wearing slacks, some type of shirt, black um, belt, all fine. And then this leather jacket, which is kind of like a, like a, like a relaxed leather jacket. And uh, Joe's going to have, um, Cousin Vinny's going to have to say something about this. Let's see what happens. I keep saying Joe because that's his name in real life. I apologize, sir, but uh, this is how I dress. Nick. Oh, now you should be apologizing to the judge. The first thing you should be doing is standing up and um, asking the court for, um, say, you know, apologies and to be, um, to be, to have permission to stand before the court undressed. And that really just means undressed properly. And he's really not. He's just going, look, I'm really sorry. These are all the clothes I've got. See how this turns out. It's time you come into my courtroom. You will look loyally. Oh, loyally. I mean, you call me here. Like that's the word. And that suit better be made out of some kind of cloth. Ah, it's a leather jacket. Uh, yes. Uh, fine, Judge, fine. Good, you may continue. How do your clients plead? Uh, my clients are caught completely by surprise. Not answering they the question. They were getting arrested. Judge is looking at him like he's insane. A can of tuna. What are you telling me? Did they plead not guilty? No, I, I'm just trying to explain. I don't want to hear explanations. The state of Alabama has its procedure. And that procedure at this point in time is to have an arraignment. Are we clear on this? Okay, I suspect an arraignment in this case is the court of first appearance, which is basically to find out what the, um, what the accused are going to plead. Whether they need an adjournment to speak to a solicitor, whether they need help before they actually plead. But once they plea, that's when the court is able to do, oh, okay, now we know what's happening. This is the next thing. For instance, if they plead not guilty, then of course there's going to be a trial because the prosecution is going to want to prove that these guys are guilty. But if they plead guilty, then the prosecution just sit back and go, you know what, I'm out. I'm done. My job's done. Hip hip hooray. And uh, the next thing that happens is they set the matter down for a, a, um, a sentencing hearing, which is where the judge will hear submissions from both the accused parties and the Crown, which is the prosecution, uh, over you know, what, the, what the sentencing should be. And we know in a lot of cases that there are recommended sentencing from both sides. Sometimes they can agree, but the judge doesn't have to listen to that. He can just do, he or she can just do anything they like. 
And in this case, this judge, Honourable Chamberlain Heller, is, uh, is saying, you know what, this is an arraignment. You've got to decide whether you're pleading guilty. Whether we've made a mistake in law and they're not guilty, that's a different story. But tell me today whether, the, whether they're guilty of the charges which bring them here today. This is going to go pretty funny. Uh, yes, but uh, there seems to be a great deal of confusion here. Mr. Gambini. Uh, see, my clients. Uh, oh. Mr. Gambini. And he's going, come here. I want to get. I want to get you closer. So all of a sudden, the judge is going towards him. Again, this is very unusual. All I ask from you is a very simple answer to a very simple question. There are only two ways to answer it: guilty or not guilty. Technically, that's not true. You can ask for more time. But my clients didn't do anything. Once again, oh. the communication process is broken down. <clears throat> it appears to me that you want to skip the arraignment process, go directly to trial, skip that, and get a dismissal. Oh, everyone's laughing at him. I'm not about to revamp the entire judicial process just because you find yourself in the unique position of defending clients who say they didn't do it. Oh. No. Next words out of your mouth are either going to be guilty or not guilty. I don't want to hear commentary, argument, or opinion. If I hear anything other than guilty or not guilty, you'll be in contempt. Oh. I don't even want to hear you clear your throat. I hope I've been clear. Now, how do your clients plead? I think I oh. get the point. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> You're now in contempt of court. Would you like to go for two counts? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay, the the judge was a bit of a nut butter, but but basically they can do whatever they like. They can say if you don't give me an answer, yes or no, guilty, not guilty, I'm going to hold you in contempt, and that's what happens. Now, can contempt basically means you get hauled off to jail? So let's see what happens because he's just done it. Contempt, not guilty. Thank you. Bail will be set at $200,000. Preliminary hearing will be set for 9.30 a.m. tomorrow morning. Wow, bail that's bail. early. Please take Mr. Gambini into custody. His bail will be set at $200. Oh, dear. Uncle. All right, the judge <laughs> is getting hauled away to, to jail. But what is really interesting here is they appear to be walking off before the judge has really got out the door. So the judge has kind of stood up and said, I've had enough, I'm out. The, the um, bailiff has said, everybody all rise, judge is going to leave. And they're already hauling Cousin Vinny off before the judge has actually left the room. So that's kind of weird in itself, but let's see. Get the bill me up, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Talking to Marissa Torme at that point. Okay, so we've got a first court appearance for Cousin Vinny. He has managed to plead not guilty to the two chaps, and he's also got himself thrown in jail. Probably not a good start to his legal career. I hope you've all had fun watching My Cousin Vinny. It's actually a favourite of mine. I really like this movie. There's a lot going on there. And of course, there's all that controversy over whether or not um, Marissa Torme deserved to get the Emmy or not as well. So have a watch. 
We will continue My Cousin Vinny next week because there's so much there we can use. Um, remember the judge at the moment has told him to go away, get a better suit, get himself organised and come back for the next day to have a hearing. Amazing. It's uh, super quick, guys. Normally, when you've had this uh, pleading, it might take months or years before the trial starts. So the next day is, uh, you know, pretty fast-paced. Thank you for watching the Lawcast. My name's Melanie Thorley and I hope you've had fun today. See you next week.